0: saying men should be dangerous by dangerous that implies i should be ready to threaten someone to hurt someone no you should be capable of it there's nothing to you welcome to the dangerous man podcast where we talk about how to become a better man take responsibility for our mission create value for others and the many failures and lessons we've learned along the way stay dangerous Welcome back to the Dangerous Man podcast. This is your host John Castoris, joined by co-host Adam Tuft. What's going on? What's up guys? We're going to dive into some some stuff here. I actually have a quote from it's it's a quote from T.E. Lawrence in a book called The Seven Pillars of Wisdom. One of one of the one of my favorite mentors has like this book. It's like probably <laughs> it's probably like it's, like, imagine, like, a really thick encyclopedia on the bookshelf, and yeah, it's basically the size of it. And I'm, like, dang, this is, and it's, like, one of the original copies, and it's, like, old, and, like, the pages are, like, I'm, like, this isn't cool. Um, so it's a long book. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of wisdom, I guess you could say. But he, but this uh, is what he says. Um, you can smack somebody with it, and it would give them
1: a decent amount of wisdom.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's, That's the hope. I mean, yeah. So let me smack us all with, uh, with some wisdom here, but for my boy T.E. Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Throw it down. So it says, all men dream, but not equally. Those who dream by night in the dusty recesses of their minds wake up in the day to find it was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men, for they may act their dreams with open eyes to make it possible. T.E. Lawrence. Seven Pillars of Wisdom. Boom. I read that um this morning, Adam, and I was just like, oh! That is so good. Oh, yeah. What, what kind of stood out to you?
1: I think it's like... What does that quote mean to you? The dreamers of the day. And I think what he's saying by that is that there's some people that actually go and do things about it, do things about their dreams. And they're not just like, you know, cause like, I feel like d- the word dream has been like overused a bunch now where it's like, yeah. Follow your dreams. But like, when we go back to like what a dream actually is, it's when you're at night and you have a dream. Like while you're sleeping. While you're sleeping. Yeah. That's, that's like the, the classic dream. Um, and I'm like, Man, if if I followed my dreams, I'd just be running around mazes most of the time. But I think that's <laughs> I, I've I think most running of the time, away from de- <laughs> like serial killers. Not necessarily serial killers, but it's just like what, like I just okay, my dreams are <laughs> uh, okay. A lot of my dreams are just like I'm in a place that's like familiar to me, but the layout of it doesn't make any sense. Like it's like, oh, I'm in my high school randomly It's I've had this one before but it's not like it I, I don't know if I've had that this one recently but it's like oh I know what the layout of my school is because I've been around the whole thing and it's like oh I turned down this hallway and just kidding there's three different um staircases here that aren't there and then you go up this one, and now all of a sudden you're in a basement <laughs> and then you go into uh, a locker room and it's actually a bathroom and it's like Like a stadium size bathroom and there's like (laughs) way like way more than way more bathroom than anyone would ever use. And it's just like this doesn't make any sense. But like in the dream, it does. It's just like this giant maze,
0: right? Yeah, dude the the more you're describing this so I, like for our listeners I'm yeah. you know I'm really into my my full time gig is I do digital marketing internet marketing like different website design and you know other kinds of business endeavors but it reminds me of a website <laughs> i feel yeah. like most people's websites are just like a million tabs of a million pages of a million types of things you could go to and yeah, no you, sequential you go on order there and
1: there's like 80 there's like eight menu drop down menus at the top and you're like i I just want to find the one thing that I need, and it's, like, going through it's a maze It's super unclear of, like, what they're, they're, like, trying to be, like, the next Facebook with
0: the amount of content they put on there, and it's just yeah. like, ah! But uh, if you're listening and you're into website or anything, <laughs> uh, you should build one-pagers without any side links. Um, if, it's, if it's a blog, this is a different story. But anyways, and... Uh, you should have one clear call to action, not at a bajillion of directions they could potentially explore and go in because the, it's not going to lead to yeah. <laughs> any direct uh, conclusions. So, but anyways, that's just, I just thought it was funny because that's kind of what you see with a lot of bad websites.
1: Yeah, you should have like a... A maze, as you were saying. Yeah. Don't make it like a maze where they're like, where's the cheese?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the restaurant, but there's no clear direction
1: of like, a host or a place to go or sit. You just have to, like, yeah, so you have to walk wander, through this whole building you have to wander and find around. a table. Yeah, you have to wander around for a little while and then find a host. And then they're going to wander around wander around for a while and find a table for you. <laughs> it might and be a different room there. or building. And then and then the waitress may or may not get to you. <laughs> um, if she finds you, she will. But, again, like— She has to find you, right? Because yeah. it's a maze. Yeah, granted, you're, like, four corridors down until the <laughs> left. So we don't know— <laughs> Not to mention, she has to go find the chef then. (laughs) Yeah, and the the chef, the chef, like he has multiple kitchens to cook in. So it really depends on what he's feeling on the day and where he wants to cook. So then it might take the food longer to get to you. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. But
0: yeah, dream, you were talking about dreaming uh, at night, what a dream is for you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Whereas I think in pop culture now, it's a lot of like follow your dreams but except when you do we we're going to tell you not to as soon as you actually start taking action on it um
0: <laughs> like everybody in your life everybody wow. in my life like a lot of different family or friends like the moment moment i have started doing things that wasn't like normal or like the normal course of action like we've given examples of like university or really anything when you're older, it's just like, oh, I want to, like, not work a job, and I want to start a business. And everyone's like, don't follow your dreams. <laughs> it's like, oh, I want to go hiking. Or people are like, I want to go, you know, skiing. Every, and people are like, don't do this. It's <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Everyone has an opinion. That's I feel the like end of story. <laughs>
1: it, it kind of almost seems like everyone wants you to follow your dreams until you quit your job and stop hanging out with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and we, gosh, this is a rabbit it could be a rabbit
0: trail, but I'm going to drop this bomb. Um, If it challenges them on their beliefs and habits and on what they think is possible and on the comforts and the mediocrity that they live in, if it challenges that because you make choices that are different than that, than theirs, then they will get uncomfortable and they will. It's the, you want the bucket of crabs?
1: Yeah. So kind of in a, in a lobster pot that, um, people used to like fish for uh for crabs. If there's one in there in a, in the lobster pot, it can be able to actually like climb out of it. Out of the and, bucket. Yeah, out of the bucket and get out. But if there's two and one of them tries to get out, the other one will pull it back in because that's just how like crabs work where they wanna be like they don't wanna allow other crabs to be higher up than they are. Um, so they want to pull them back down, but, um, yeah, we want to, we want to be able to actually make our, we want to be dreaming during the day and not, not be, uh, just night dreamers. Um, obviously you might have your maze dreams or your, your night terrors as well. Hopefully you're not having night terrors. that's, um, That's like nightmares, but, but worse. It's when you wake up in a cold sweat. That's uh, that's not that's not very fun. But when I think when you're dreaming during the day, you have to make sure that you're doing two things, right, John? And that's being able to. I mean, you are you articulate it pretty well.
0: Two things. Oh yeah. yes, 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 yes basically like i think it comes down this quote comes down to like he says all men dream but not equally right yeah so we already know that everybody has dreams or they dream but what is but what are the two you know what i mean what are, what are the not equal parts like what is yeah. what's unequal here and so he's painting a picture of two different types of dreamers one who dream by night and in their minds dust and he says the dusty recesses of their minds wake up to find it, it was vanity and it's like yeah Maybe you sit in bed and go, oh, that'd be cool. Or It'd be you cool have to have
1: a Ferrari.
0: Your daydream, yeah. It's just like, yeah, uh-huh. it's just kind of like the, oh, oh wait, wake up, back to reality. Oh, oh, okay. Like that kind of dreaming yeah. is kind of what I took that for and and it uh, doesn't really mean anything. But he paints this picture of another type of dreamer, which I honestly, like one reason this quote jumped out to me is because he actually wrote the word dangerous men into there. And I was like, okay, that's uh-huh. pretty fire. I need to listen. Yeah. But he said, he but used the, dr-
1: the dangerous word.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men, for they act. For they may act their dreams with open eyes to make it possible. So, kind of again, the two things that really that breaks down is like we have to have some kind of definite purpose. Which um, that's a Napoleon Hill phrase. Napoleon Hill was a mm-hmm. a businessman and entrepreneur and like author wrote uh, the book. Think and Grow Rich. It's a nineteen early nineteen hundreds cl- timeless classic in uh, business literature, and uh, uh, yeah, so he has this phrase called definite purpose, and uh, and then the other the other aspect was was more of a you know to be able to actually execute on that. You know, we have to have open eyes. And we have to have this clarity of like, okay, what is my dream? And that's kind of the definite purpose. Like, what is my purpose? What is my mission? What am I, what am I, what are my goals I'm going after? Yep. And uh, do you want to expand on definite purpose or any, do you have any thoughts on that, Adam? Do you want to contribute?
1: Yeah. I think like the difference between someone who like has a definite purpose and someone who doesn't like kind of what you're saying in the quote there with the people who are dreaming during the night or in the dusty recesses of their mind I, I think of, like, someone who's, like, in a classroom, and they're not really paying attention to anything that's going on, and they're just like, man, having a really nice car would be great because then all of the women would find me sexy, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, And, like, that's what he's talking about when it says, like, they realize that it's vanity. Yeah. I think it's a lot of the time they, they just want the they want the cool things to impress people so that it can get a... There's, like, a different goal that they have in mind. Like, hmm, oh, like, I want to have a nice car so I can show people that I'm rich so then I can get the, the ladies, you know, like... um Or yeah. it's, like, no, it's the end goal there. And it's, like, it's really, like, selfish in a way. Yeah. Whereas men who dream during the day and have like a definite purpose that purpose has to be able to drive you mm, continually come on dude so if it's something that's like kind of base level like oh i want people to think i'm cool as soon as you like try to like go after getting the things that you think will make you really cool like having being able to have enough money to have a nice car a nice house whatever um people are gonna like when because in order to go get those things you have to like stop hanging out with some of your friends maybe because you would need to have a little bit more time. Not not to say that you need to like stop hanging out with all of your friends all of the time, but you're probably going to hang out with friends less because you're spending more time doing the things that you need to in order to yeah. um like
0: make more money or I mean Michael Phelps, he in about 20 years of training for swimming, for the I mean he was a uh, eight medal eight gold medal Olympist Olymp- 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 in swimming from America, USA, let's go. And uh, he basically trained, I don't know, I think he trained six hours a day swimming and doing workouts for like 20 years straight. And during those 20 years, you know what? He only uh, took time off from that commitment and that consistency once. Did you know that? It was 30 minutes. He got off one of his swims 30 minutes early to go to like like a nephew's birthday party or something. Like that was the only exception he made in 20 years. And it was only 30 minutes less, five and a half hours that day. And you wonder why he absolutely dominated. Yeah, and so that's what Adam's getting at is like, literally, and this is, we, we'll expand more on this another time, but I think the idea from that story is like, we, and we've seen this time and time and time again and all these successful people, athletes, you know, businessmen pick a goal and they literally had to have a singleness, a purpose, a definite purpose, mm-hmm. and a focus. And yeah, and they'd have to say, you'd have to say no to a lot of things that would take your time. Like you're you're saying, like hanging out with people casually, like you may be used to.
1: Yeah. Because the thing is, is when people dream, they, they, I think a lot of people, when they dream, they just really like their, their purpose behind a lot of their dreams is just like, I want to look cool, you know? And that's why, like, if they have to stop hanging out all the time with some of their friends or something like that, there's going to be immediate pushback. And they're going to look less cool. And that's why I think a lot of people end up not going after it because they, like, lose their end goal or what semblance they have of it. right? Mm. Like, almost right off the bat when they start chasing it. Dang. Um, that is so good. And I think that's, and that's why you need a definite purpose. That's something that's, like... Yeah, come on. That doesn't just, like, go away when you have, like, hardship. Because if you, like... It has to be robust so that you can kind of go through, like, the challenges of life, the the things that are, like, trying to like, kind of take you out. Because without it, without a definite purpose, it's really hard to be dangerous because people will just kind of push you over because you're not actually, like, if you're just trying to be cool, which is, if you think about, what it means to be cool, it's really hard to define that properly because it's incredibly (laughs) vague. Yeah. Because it really just means, oh, I want to be, like, liked by as many people as possible or the highest quality people possible, but receive satisfaction of approval or people, yeah, liking me. But in reality, like, how many people can you actually spend time with and have, like, good, deep relationships with? Really not that many people. Like, if I tried to have, like, a really deep, good, like, friendship with, like, a hundred people. And then trying to think about, like, how would I schedule out my time to spend time with a hundred people. Yeah. I would spend all of my time hanging out with those hundred people and I'd do, like, nothing else. Yeah, I think it's kind of like...
0: Um, it makes me think of a, a time when I was in high school and essentially, I, I mean, I basically every single day of the week, I would go and hang out with people in the summer, especially. But even the school, you're like, I was always texting people, hey, where can I go and hang out here and there and do this and that and like bonfires and like we I mean, I just was trying to always spend my time being social. So so you can't go saying that I just because I'm an introvert doesn't mean I don't like hanging out with people. But uh, I know Adam, sometimes uh, that's not, that's a misconception, but anyways, I'm not going there. But when you talk about kind of what's your motivation, your desire, or I'm trying to remember how you, how you framed it, Adam, but there's essentially an uh, external desires and motivations and internal. Mm-hmm. And so you could ask someone, well, what's your goal? And, and it might give an external, like I want to make $10,000 a month, or they'd say, I want to. Uh, you know, I want to have, I'll use the example you gave. I want to have a really fancy car. It's like, okay, external goal or desire. Okay, cool. But then when you get to the internal and that's like, okay, well, why? And like your example you gave, well, they probably just want to look cool to their friends. Yeah. They want the status. They want the recognition. They want, you know what I mean? But all of a sudden you stop hanging out with your friends, like, and this is the example you gave. All of a sudden, does it really matter that you look cool? Because who you looking cool for so it's yeah. like, all of a sudden, maybe you actually don't really want that car. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So there's this weird balance of internal and external desires, but I don't you don't, wanna, you uh, don't want that car as much as you want to hang out with your friends and have them appreciate you. Ex- exactly. And, and if I have to do a lot to get that car, then, and I lose the friends, then maybe I actually don't want the car. Yeah. And so my, so kind of my experience with that was I realized uh, when I was older, probably I was about 22 years old. I realized, oh my gosh. I pretty much just wanted, I had this, like, um, this obsession, this addiction to uh, the approval, needing the approval uh, of others. Every single decision I made, every single, you know, opinion I had, every, you know, whatever was like, what do I want to eat? Like, oh, what should I do next year? Like, should I play this sport? Or like, you know, um, you know, what job should I take? And it was just like, I had to, like, ask a million people for their opinions because like I, like I was a slave to their opinions and approval of me. I, and I was afraid of picking something that would go against that. True story. And that basically ruled my life and my decisions and all my mental capacity and my energy. And it's crazy because over the last two years, I basically realized that motivation, thought that motivation was junk, and uh, realized that I actually don't want to live that way because that's not true freedom.
1: So you threw the junk in the trash and got a definite purpose. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs>
0: that's the best way to say it. And and so it's like, okay, do I want a cool car? Sure. Is it my definite purpose or my biggest goal? No, it's more like a bucket list or like a something I'd like to have because yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool. But like, quite honestly, like my definite purpose has much more to do with the impact I want to have. Like when I die and I'm at my funeral, <laughs> I well, I'll be there, but will I be there? Okay, maybe I should have said that differently. When I die and people come to my funeral, mm-hmm. then what are they going to say about me? Are they going to say that I was uh, an inspirational leader? That like, is the room going to be packed of people that that lives were changed because they met me or heard me speak, or they, yeah. you know, I did, I I built a business that served them in a way that was changed their life forever. Uh, or, you know, were my kids there? Uh, where people were like, man, I, you know, every time I was with him, I wanted to like be a better, fa- better father. And some of the things he did in his home with his family, like I took notes, like, like, are people going to say that about me? You know what I mean? And so it's like, okay, my definite purpose is more like a, it's more like a pie and I have slices of the pie and they're all important. they're different Like I want to be a great, you know, like I want to be uh, a great athlete and I want to be, uh, I want to be re- strong and muscular and, and, you know, be able to run marathons and hikes and, uh, And like do uh, you know through hikes and you know I could go on and on about my goals but like there's different sports and and business I want to have a successful you know multi you know uh, you know you know 100 plus million dollar business a year business and I want to have an impact there on those people and I want to you know what I mean I want to have a a family and be a good father like there's all these pieces of this pile Mm -hmm. pie and I want I want all of those to be a part of my life and I think all men who are driven, who are dreamers of the day, who are dangerous men, actually have some type of ideal that they want to achieve, they want to become. It's a journey of becoming. Mm -hmm. And I think when we have these internal desires are much more driven, I think, in my instance now, instead of what people think of me or their approval, now it's much more, okay, like I want these things for a lot of reasons. But there's going to be a lot of motivations, but it's not because I want people to be like, wow, you're so cool, John. Like, like I, it's because I want to like have an impact. And I do want people to say I'm cool, but I, it doesn't really matter that little friend group I had in high school, what they say anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's on a larger level. It's on a, it's on an impact level. It's on a legacy level and knowing the things I, that I would do in the lives I'd change a and the milestones i'd hit along the way
1: yeah i think that's that's the goal is to actually have more of a, a definite purpose like you were saying yours there and i think like the t- the temptation can be oh i don't have a definite purpose like i like what am i supposed to do and the thing is is yeah take dreamers, us, take of, us home dreamers out of-, of the day will actually use like reflection to kinda you know get their radar on their on their definite purpose so they can they can get closer and closer to it. Yeah that that is I'm not gonna I'm gonna stress what you just said. Yeah. Cause that's good. You're not going to be able to know what your definite purpose is just by be like oh Hmm. I want it to be this. That's that's like <laughs> no. You're gonna. You're, it's going to take uh, weeks and months and years and hours of reflection over that time to really understand your definite purpose. Because you can like kind of have an idea of what your definite purpose is, but then you have to actually understand more of the fullness of your definite purpose. And I think. That will kind of come out as you make steps towards it, like like I said, like yeah, find it on your radar and get closer and get and get that dial pointing towards it. So you're you're kind of dialing in on your definite purpose through reflection and taking actions towards that. But without like reflection and without like making a plan, it's really hard to actually like know where your definite purpose is like. I don't I'm like an old school like radar where it has like the little uh line that goes around and then like beeps when it when it, when it runs into it. Doop. You taking action and doing Doop. reflection is that line going around?
0: Yeah. So if you're not
1: if you're not doing that, you're not going to be able to find your definite purpose. Oh, that's so good, dude. <laughs> um so if so you got to just keep keep the reflection going and keep the action going so you can find your definite purpose and get closer to it. Wow.
0: that is so good yeah it's you know I it's really simple guys because it's it's kind of really simple as far as this framework goes and so we want to give you those tools to do that if you want to learn more about how to maybe do some more reflection goal setting and allow the list the radar to go around on a practical level we did episode 11 setting dangerous goals where we get into uh, Grant Cardone a a uh, multi-billionaire and a real estate mogul and successful salesman and business owner and coach, author. he uh, He's given his routine. He's done for like 20-plus years on how he sets goals and how he just allows himself to dream and kind of uh, just allow himself to, to you know what I mean, like uh, for that to evolve and for him to think and discover. How he and,
1: dials in on the dream radar. Hey, hey, that's the language,
0: how he dials in on the dream radar so get to episode 11 setting dangerous goals and you can take a deeper dive on some practicals there and um yeah and uh don't be like everybody else who just sits around and is a dreamer in the night and in the uh the dusty recesses of their mind but be a dreamer of the day be a dangerous man and to do that you have to take action with clarity and you can't have clarity if you don't have that reflection to give you that clarity so uh commit to both of those commit Commit to being on the front end of being great, of becoming great. Oh yeah! And uh, that, if you want to do that, then you got to find, you got to put the work in to think and find your definite purpose. And uh, with that said, you have been listening to the Dangerous Man podcast. Join us next time, and until then, stay dangerous.